Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to up-level your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I have absolutely amazing guests with me today, Ken Northrop. I am so excited to have her because she so embody everything that I so wholeheartedly believe in. And I was telling Kate right before we started recording, sometimes we just got to hear it a million times. Sometimes it's from different person, different timing. We hear things differently. But today we will be really talking about how to do less and feel more fulfilled in your life. So Kate, super excited to have you. Mm, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And before we dive into today's topic, I ask you about your favorite location and I so loved your answer. So for you understanding how we're going to play a little bit at the beginning of my podcast, I love starting the podcast with a short visual meditation. If you're open to that, Great. let's do it. Yeah. So okay. if you're open to it, just gently close your eyes. And as you're closing your eyes, you can feel your body slowly relaxing. Your feet are firmly planted in the ground. And you're feeling this beautiful present moment. Slowing down and really aligning with your deep breaths. Feeling your chest rising up and down your face relaxing, your shoulders relaxing. There's nothing else to do. Just being present right here, right now. And when you're feeling that you are relaxed and present in this moment, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful sunny morning on the Miami beach. And you're taking your leisurely morning walk. There is nowhere else to be. Just right here, right now. And you're walking, looking around. The beach is almost empty. There are just a couple people working out. couple laughing and just rollerblading. And you are feeling so happy to be alive. And to be able to be right there. And as you're walking, you find a beautiful spot on a beach and put your feet firmly in a warm sand that is just warming up with the first sunshine. 
And as you're looking around, you see a very young family and a little girl just feeding the birds there and throwing the food to the birds and laughing out loud. And your eyes crossed and she's close enough to talk to you. And she says, who are you? What is the one thing you would love to tell to this little girl? What would your answer to be? If you're not sharing with her, what do you do? But who you really are, what would you tell her? Mm. I would say I'm Kate and I am a lover of being alive. Mm. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I remember one time someone asked me, like, 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 who are you? I'm like, I'm a lover of life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And if you would have asked me like 10 years ago, heck, even, even 40 years ago, I wouldn't say that. I, I wasn't in that place and in that position. So I wonder what got you into this appreciation of life and, and really being present. I mean, it's not all the time. But, um, I got you on a good but, day. <laughs> yeah, on a good day. I um, I think I've always had an appreciation for the beauty of life. I've always been a relatively happy person. Um, but this past year has been full of a lot of difficulties in my life and also has made me really present to like how little we can control, but what we can control is how present we are in the moment and how much we're just enjoying the simplicity of watching, you know, trees in the wind or listening to our kids laugh or, you know, watching the clouds in the sky, things like that. And so I think that I'm, I'm more present to it now, just knowing you know, things are unpredictable. None of us is in control, but we just, we, all we have is right now. That it's really powerful. And it's fascinating because that's what I also share with you, right? At the, at the beginning, when we connected today, so often we're living in a when land, when I have the money, when I have the job, when I have the marriage, when I have, there is always the when. And it's like working so hard and hustling. And, and I know because I've done it, I've been there. I had a four jobs and I'm like, when I will work really hard and when I have the promotion and when I have the college and when I have the master's degree, all of this. And I was feeling enslaved, but I couldn't pinpoint it, right? So I wonder what inspired you because the thing that we really, and I'm sure if we would be sitting here for longer, we'll find more things. But the thing that I really wholeheartedly align with you, it's doing less, doing less in life. Why did you choose that? Like what inspired you to realize what was this aha moment to like, hey, I don't have to enslave. I don't have to really work hard. And, and mainly I don't have to say yes to everything that it's coming my way. Mm. Um, becoming a mom was what inspired that. I mean, I just suddenly had a lot less time. <laughs> and so I really needed to just change the way I related to my time and to my work. And I realized because mothering took so much out of me, I just knew I could no longer try to be all things to all people, but I needed to get super clear on what my priorities were. And it forced me 
in a really good way to get super clear and ruthless about my boundaries. Um, because I knew like, if I wasn't, I would, I would completely burn myself out trying to mother and trying to run my business and trying to be there for everyone. I just knew it wasn't possible. Um, and so it was really my, the, the birth of my first daughter that inspired the whole do less movement. That's amazing. I love that. And you know, me personally, I really am aligning with that. And I feel like universe sent you in a perfect time because we are, I'm right now going through a healing, you know, uh, however, we are planning to get pregnant with my husband next few months. Wow. And I'm like, can we really do this? Like, I love my spaciousness. I love like the luxury of uh, mornings and do whatever, whenever we want. And we're both in business working from home. So hearing you that it's possible, you just got to change your priorities or maybe just get really clear on your priorities. I would love to step a little bit more and deeper into the boundaries. I don't know about you, but Sometimes building boundaries can make us feel guilty and shameful. And, you know, like up until now, we were saying yes to certain people and situations. So how do you build healthy boundaries and say no to the things when you're afraid maybe to hurt people? Yeah, such a great question. And I think as women in particular, we're socialized to be pleasing to others. And so that the top priority is to be available to other people and to be of service. And um, while I love being of service and I love being available and helping people out, um, I know for me, the people who can't handle my boundaries are not people I want to have in my life. Like I know when other people set boundaries with me, um, I feel honored, you know, and I respect them because, and it also inspires me, you know, it inspires me to say like, oh, wow, that's a woman who really values her time. And then I also know that when that person says yes to me, it's a real yes. Mm -hmm. So it's never coming from a place of obligation or guilt. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that to somebody else. I don't want to say yes to them out of guilt or obligation because that's putting a burden on them. And it's also lying really. I mean, if we're saying yes to somebody, but we don't actually want to do it, we are lying to them. And that is fundamentally unkind. Mm, I love that. I love that because it, it shifts from our, like taking really the radical responsibility, but also realizing if, if it's not a heaven, yes for me, and I don't really wholeheartedly want to do it. There are people who would probably love to do that and wholeheartedly. And, you know, we are just like not allowing that flow. So it's beautiful. I wanted to ask, what are some of your practices to create boundaries and really doing less in your life? Because it's so fascinating. Like imagine that you are a mommy and like, you know, like, okay, now I do less when I'm a mom. What does that mean to you? You know? Well, some of my personal practices are, you know, I just, my work ends at a certain time of the day. I just know for me, I can't really work after five. Um, I'm just not, yeah. I'm just tired. I just, you know, my kids come home by four. And then I don't want to be working because I want to be with them. But also, even if I didn't want to be with them, the truth yeah. is I'm tired. And so yeah. I don't, I, so I just have like 
policies. So, and our company has policies. And I find that's really helpful because if we have to make an individual decision, every time a request comes, Mm -hmm. we actually, um, it's called decision fatigue. We actually lose our ability to, our, our willpower is limited and by the end of the day, it's gone. And so we, I just have policies around scheduling, um, which I share with my executive assistant. I used to just, you know, do them myself that I would have, you know, Tuesdays, I don't take appointments, for example, mm-hmm. I don't do anything. I don't schedule anything that starts after 4 PM. I, um, don't work on weekends, like those sorts of things. And what happens is it's called Parkinson's law. Um, Parkinson's law says the amount of time we allot for something will be the amount of time it takes to get it done. And so what I found is that by condensing my schedule, I just got the important things done and the things that weren't important just got crowded out and just left. But we have, we have company, no policies and they are listed publicly. And my team knows them so that I don't have to be the one saying yes or no, or I, we have a policy for it. And then it's not personal. And that has really helped me because I am like, fundamentally, I am one of those people. I want people to like me. And so if I make a decision based on wanting people to like me, I'm going to say yes, but then I'm betraying myself. And so I just had, I have policies that say no for me. That's amazing. I love that. And, you know, like some of our listeners maybe are business owners and professional, but some of them might be, you know, still working regular job, but imagine having a personal policies, right? Like having personal policies, so important. Yes. So for example, what I do, it's on Saturday, it's a digital detox. There is no technology, no phones, no nothing. It's a family time. However, we choose to spend it. It's family time. And my clients, they know it. And I remember when I started doing this, when I said like complete day off, now I like put it a little bit more on Sunday, a little bit more on Friday. It's like expanding. But the first time I freak out, what if they will feel I'm not present? What if they will feel like, oh, I just invested in her and she doesn't talk to me, right? Like all these fears and doubts, but I feel like it's the stories that we create in our head versus what the other people really think. Because what I find out that really my clients thought were like, Oh, that it's amazing. She can take one full day off. Huh? Maybe I should create mm-hmm. a technology free day. So we are inspiring people. And that's what you said. Like when we really say no and yes, people are clear and we're inspiring them to the possibilities. So I love that you have these policies. So what are some of your daily non-negotiables that really help you to achieve more with doing less. I just love, like, I love even like saying it, doing less, doing less, doing less. It feels so good. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things um, that's a newer practice is I don't actually have social media on my phone. Um, That just feels really good to my nervous system. (laughs) Um, And it also makes me so much more productive. Because when I'm like, let's say I'm writing something and I get stuck and I have a little writer's block in the past, I would have just automatically picked up my phone and started scrolling. And then 20 minutes go by and I'm like, wait, what was I doing? But now it's not on there. So I just have to actually be creative and get the writing done. So all my work is just getting done faster. (laughs) Um, We have a no phones in the bedroom policy. So the phone gets plugged in in the kitchen. And so my phone is never the last thing I do before bed. There's at least an hour 
of break and same thing when I wake up in the morning. And so that allows me to be, you know, to start the day with now I'm, I'm a mom of little kids. So it's not like I'm having some long elaborate practice, but at least I can get up and, and just like say a little prayer and, you know, breathe and brush my teeth. And I'm not starting the day or ending the day with all this onslaught of information and media that I can't control. And that gets my nervous system all tweaked out. So those things are very, very helpful. Um, and I know what my 80, 20 is. This is one of the things that I teach in my membership. I know exactly what the tasks are that give me that are the 20% of tasks that give me 80% of the results. And I just focus in my work day on those things. And that makes all the difference. And I know that could be like a topic itself for yes. another like hour. I know it's not just like scratching a surface, but if somebody's hearing about it and they're like, yeah, that sounds really good. But how do I know? How do I know my 20%? Are there any easy steps or exercises they can do to discover their 20%? Yeah. Um, it's pretty simple. I just write down, I just take a piece of paper. I draw a line down the middle and I write the tasks that I do on the left and the big wins on the right. So you could do this for your entire career or for, you know, just an aspect of your life. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your parenting. It could be, you know, any category. And then you draw a line from all the big wins to the task or tasks that were directly responsible for that big win. And you mm. circle the tasks that have lines drawn from them. And those are your 20%. Those are your 20% that you need to focus in on because those have actually led to mm. the results you wanted. And then you need to delegate, automate, or eliminate the rest. I love that so much. So just taking a big piece of paper or, you know, writing in our journal yeah. and write down all the things that we are doing in the area that we want to be focusing on. Then on the other side, writing all the big wins that we have experienced and then just link it like being really radically honest and see that that's amazing and so easy and so simple, mm -hmm. right? And, and we people don't, don't do it. So if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, I'll do it in my head. No, write it down. No, I'm like, I'm part. sitting with my husband tonight and we're like writing it down. We, we love doing this. We're both coaches, you know? So when right. we're learning like a new tool, I was like, because it doesn't matter what you know. That's what I always say. It doesn't matter what do you know, but what do you do about it? right? Like how many podcasts we heard, how many books we, we read or listened. And then we're like, oh yeah, that sounds really cool. No, like I'm deleting my social media, Kate, today from my phone because I'm like, but it's actually brilliant because you're right. It's just like, I know myself, I'm not going to delete Voxer because I do Voxer only on no, my- I have Voxer on my phone. That's my clients. And I might probably leave Instagram just because I love going into the DMs and answering when I'm, you know, on the beach or, yeah. but like Facebook or messenger, that's just like waste of energy for me. So I'm excited to take these steps. That is amazing. So one last question, Kate, for the one who is listening right now, who is feeling overwhelmed, who is feeling that she is doing all the things and not feeling seen and appreciated. What is the one thing you want her to know? Mm, I want her to know that her worth and lovability and success are not determined by how much she gets done. Wow. That she is not how much she gets done. Wow. That itself, it's like quote and have it like above the bed. 
because we so often think that we have to do things in order to be loved and seen and liked, right? But when you give yourself permission to create more space for the things that are really lighting you up, the world will appreciate it so much more and so much deeper because people can tell. Like whether you say yes to something, if it's not like really wholeheartedly yes, people can feel it and then they might feel cheated and then you're feeling frustrated. So I absolutely love that. Okay, today was super valuable. I'm personally taking away so much today. I'm like, I'm sitting with my husband today and we are playing and with the 20, deleting my social media, excited to do that. Isn't it funny, right? Um to be excited, such a small things. And I personally connected with you on Instagram and I love how much value you are sharing there. But is there any other place that you would love to connect with people online? Yes. So if you go over to theorigincompany.co forward slash relax. Mm-hmm. So the origin company is the, is, is the company that I run. So the origin company.co forward slash relax. Um, we have a wonderful, um, guide there. That's going to help you just take a few simple steps to melt your overwhelm and find more peace as you are doing your important work, whatever that is in the world. Mm-hmm. So origin.co forward slash relax theorigincompany.co forward slash relax. You see, I'm not being present. (laughs) I'm already thinking about relaxing, you know. (laughs) Beautiful. Have that. And we will have it also in the show notes. I will double check the link to make sure that I spelled it correctly. Thank you so much, Kate, for today. Thank you for the work you're creating in the world because it's all giving us really to all of us as giving us permission to be more present, to live the life more fully and not to tie up ourselves in the things that really weighed us down. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'm so excited to share this episode. Thank you. Thank you. 